Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? Joining us this week is uh, my former employer, uh, uh, <laughs> former uh, uh, one of my closest confidants, friend of the pod, Mr. JJ. We'll leave it at that. Give it up for him. Um, I'm sitting here, and I recognize that y'all are kind of two pivotal moments in my life, mm-hmm. right? Because, Fran, I was like your fat friend. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't obese, but like that's what I was. Like Fran, when we were young, Fran was pretty cool, and and I moved schools a lot, and so he kind of people remembered me, but they like knew Fran, you know. So we hung out, yes, yeah, so we hung out in the spaces where people knew Fran but remembered me. <laughs> you know, man, what have you been doing since sixth grade? The last time we saw him, like, oh, you know, I just, I've been around. Did you go to Glenmar? Yeah, like, like remember school? you from something crazy? Yeah. Like I knew you in third grade, right? And Fran had, you know, so, and then <laughs> JJ, we met as I started to step into my handsomeness in the coke-fueled crazy world of Abercrombie days, you know, so that was, you know, um, and we all worked at Abercrombie, so that was yeah. kind of the cross, the crossing of worlds mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, crazy times, you know, mm-hmm. you know, some of you, you guys, you guys remember the crazy times, I mean, you yeah. know, district manager come in. Either you do this coke or you're fired, and then they take pictures of you in your box. Don't recall that. No, sir. No. no. So, oh, so the, no, the district manager didn't make you guys do <laughs> cocaine under force, you know, under threat of being fired, and then take photos of you in your boxes. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, yeah, oh, it was just me. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. So you know, but yeah, those are good times, fun times, yeah. and um, we've all glowed up together. Yeah. And you know, been through terrible times. I remember when you had a snake, half a snake bite, Fran. Um, what? Yeah, you had half a one. Lip oh, piercing. oh, lip piercing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lil Wayne. That was my prime. What man. was the What was the inspiration of that? No Wait, idea. Weezy, Weezy F Baby? Or no. Just Just felt like it. Girl told me to do it, and I did it. Wow. Yeah. The power of women, huh? Yeah. That's ahead of his time, though. Oh yeah, Fran. Yeah, yeah. No, Fran was Fran was like Lil Uzi Vert. (laughs) (laughs) Fran was like Lil Uzi before Lil Uzi was a thing. (laughs) Yellow pants. Fran was a rock star. Um, But here we are, adults. Fran's got a second kid on the way. Yeah. I I um, just want (laughs) to on crazy times. The last time I remember us hanging out. Okay. I think we went out to Towson, (laughs) and then like. You wanted to go to the hot dog stand, super bad one time. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, (laughs) this was New Year's. 
It was New Year's? This was definitely New Year's. We yeah. left from downtown Baltimore to go meet up with JJ and Towson, I believe. I, was I don't know. And we, too, right? Huh? I was on a little gin kick. Yeah, yeah, you had the gym in the trunk. You had the gin in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he wanted some sausages or something. I, I yeah, yeah. And there was a was. dog. There was a dog at the hot dog stand. I remember yes, this I very did. vividly. Yep. And yes? then mm-hmm. uh, we left. And then I think it's when you had the truck. This when you had yeah. the truck. And then mm-hmm. we dropped him off. The Jimmy. And then... Uh, it was like, all right, JJ, all right. And then we back. All your hair was... Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He immediately <laughs> threw the hot dog up as soon as I dropped him off. It was a waste of money, really. We could have just took him straight home. Yeah. Threw, yeah. And, <laughs> threw you, it and you dropped me off at my house. Yeah. My car was parked at your house. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a while. And so you had to, like, come get it. The ne- and I didn't bring you back to it. You just kind of... <laughs> yeah. I just looked out at one point, and the next day, and the car was gone. So somebody just brought him and picked it up. Good times, man. Fun times, you know. But, I, was, I wasn't even i just knew it was time for jj to get home it was yeah. we, we had all yeah. we all had to get home yeah. and i didn't remember that at all it was it was one of those kind of nights yeah but good times man speaking of uh wild crazy times in baltimore fran it's dealer's choice we can either talk about how at a camp because as much as i don't like to talk about donald trump mm-hmm. he kind of it's like he's trolling us at this point. I think he listens to the podcast. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, y'all don't want to talk about me? I'm going to talk about specifically where you guys are from. Mm-hmm. So it's dealer's choice. We can either talk about at a campaign rally this week, Donald Trump said that he implied that his campaign will soon be responsible for curing cancer, childhood cancer and AIDS. Mm-hmm. Or we can talk about what he said about Baltimore. Um, Let's talk about the AIDS. I don't really want to talk about them. Because I, it's a big deal because now we have somebody that's that's on his stage saying well, now we're here, so Baltimore. We're yeah, so about <laughs> Baltimore, but now everybody's like, "Oh, he's talking about Baltimore now." I get yeah, it. Why well, he's you know the stuff he said you know sure. wasn't something you should say as a president, but for sure. some of that stuff people say every day for sure. So, I mean, that's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent true. Um, there are parts of Baltimore that are in terrible conditions. It is. Yeah. There are rats all over the city. Yeah, but that's not a. Th- that, sometimes it's not the message; it's the messenger. My point, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Um, but I also think that when the message is not for the purpose of uplifting or fixing, right? He said that how you would say uh, your shoes are dirty. Mm-hmm. Like there was a specific guy who he doesn't mm-hmm. like, this guy Elijah Cummings, mm-hmm. and Elijah Cummings said something about him, mm-hmm. and so his retort to Elijah Cummings was. Oh, well, Baltimore's shitty. The mm-hmm. part that you represent is, is shitty and it's disgusting and nobody would ever want to live there. That Because that's how his brain works. It's like, oh, we're insulting each other? Well, let me insult you. Mm-hmm. But instead, to me, he insulted a bunch of people that live in that area and are from here. Because he didn't say... He said West Baltimore, I guess. But like you said, as a president, you shouldn't speak that way about he wouldn't say that about indiana no you know or wherever his constituency is he wouldn't say because i tell you like this i've seen parts of kentucky i've seen parts of indiana they're like oh it's parts of cleveland that are like where he had the rally it was in ohio where it's like oh my god Mm. abandoned malls it looks like post-apocalyptic but he Mm. would he would tell those people this is the heart of america we're gonna bring it back to exactly so this is he didn't win maryland he didn't win you know so it it doesn't matter to him. He's kind of playing with house money. It's like he can disrespect here, and his his constituency's like, yeah, we're burning everybody because you know they like to diss people. That's mm-hmm. kind of their, oh, burned him, and he loses nothing because he's probably not going to win Maryland again anyway. Yeah. So it kind of he was kind of playing with house money, like I said. For me, while I agree, JJ, you're here. Uh, when JJ was 
still you still spend a lot of time in, in the, the worst parts of part, parts of Baltimore. Not you know, so like. Much anymore, but, I mean, but at a point, I've that's been with you where we go in those houses where you know I probably have been in. We've probably you definitely I might have been in some of them with you where the parts they're showing on. TV right now with rats running through backyards mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Me and JJ been in those houses. They're super fucked up. Yeah, I mean, but, I've been in those couple of those houses. Yes, yeah, I had to inspect the house. It's probably last year. Uh huh. And it, as I pulled up, I was like, "Oh, this is trap house." Yeah, yeah. And I had to ask the people to move off the stoop so yeah. I could take my picture. Yeah. Went to there was no lockbox there, so I had to. I went to check the door. Right. Because I I have some keys. Yeah. But I went. Door was just open. Yeah. Go to lock it behind me. Back doors busted in. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they were moving work in, yeah. in and out of that house. They were working. Yeah. In, the, in and out, in and out of the house while yeah. I was in it. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah, so. so while that while that exists here, I don't like that. So he says that, and now we got a bunch of news outlets coming here. When Fed Hill is 15 minutes from all of that shit, mm-hmm. Canton is not far from that. Hamden is. You could throw a football in in to get to where the riots happen. And those places are immaculate. They're mm-hmm. building a million dollar condos around there all the time. So it's this kind of thing where now that's been said. So a bunch of people that aren't from here are coming here to say, yeah, man, it's super shitty. Ben Carson has been working for the president for like three years now. He's from here. He worked at Johns Hopkins University, has never said anything about Baltimore. And now that thing happens. And so he comes here, puts on some kind of show and goes, yeah, man, no, he's right. It is it's crazy here. Yeah, my dad's. Uh, his cousin was on the news recently because he tried to he tried to do some type of you know I don't not call it a protest but he tried mm-hmm. to do some some type of speech in front of a church right <clears throat> and then they was like no hell no mm-hmm. what do you no yeah 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 you yeah. Can go to fuck here somewhere yeah with get that shit. get off yeah. this property <laughs> yeah. people don't fuck with Ben Carson here, no man. he he's ruined his reputation here Ben Carson in Baltimore once upon a time when nobody knew he was like a weirdo and just nuts and mm-hmm. had said weird stuff about like just he's a weird dude. People like Ben Carson was like a dude. You get like, oh, are you gonna do a biography this week? Uh, like in elementary school, mm-hmm. do one on Ben Carson. He's a heart surgeon. He's yeah. from here. Mm-hmm. Like, but that was just when you knew his hands were crazy. He could just pull a heart out, toss it like a pizza dough, and then put it back in you and sew you back up. Mm-hmm. That's when people were like, that's crazy. He's from yeah. here, lived <laughs> in these streets, grew up, made something out of himself, and he's a doctor. You should aspire to be like that. And then he came out and kind of ruined all of that yeah. by talking. And, and you're like, oh. You're a weird dude. Didn't his wife like sing as a? Yeah, man, because he was running for president. <laughs> yeah, and his his whole campaign rally was crazy. It was bananas, you know. Mm. So just weird times, man. Um, like I said, we try not to even talk about the dude on here, Jay. But that was can't help it. He straight up just he made us. Yeah, you know. I woke up when I saw that tweet. I was like, I mean, what what tweet? When he said, oh, Wes, the, the, he should spend more time in Baltimore because it's oh. rat infested and nobody would ever want to live there and it's and, and it's disgusting. I, I thought you were talking about the ASAP Rocky treat. He thought he got a bar off on that one. This dude is just funny, man. He's like, oh, man, this is going to be a good yeah, one. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> man, it's been a rocky week for ASAP. Come home, ASAP. ASAP. He thought he was Kendrick Lamar. Man, this it's just... It's 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 a stark difference. He fired that tweet off and like yeah, he's, he, closed he his phone like, and then like ooh the heat. <laughs> he probably put, I'm gonna put I'm gonna, I'm gonna yep. stop tweeting for like an hour just to I got to rest off of that one because that was just that was too much fire. <laughs> yeah, it's just big differences, man. You, you say what you want to say about if you agreed or didn't agree with some of the stuff Barack Obama did, but you just felt like an adult 
was in charge. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not even about policies or anything like that. It just it just feels it's silly now. Man. Like, the presidency yeah. just feels like a mm-hmm. silly thing. Like, almost like the... Keep Popularity the, contest. Keeping up with the Kardashians or something yeah. like that. So, mm-hmm. it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know who's going to win in 2020. I've already stated on here. I think he's going to win again as, as much as I don't want that. But they just... I like Elizabeth Warren a lot to people out there. I, I like her a lot. I just... I think he's going to come out and just be like, yo, you're ugly. You're stupid. Me. Oh, man. Look at his shoes. And people are going to be like, oh, oh that's hilarious. Yeah. You, We'll vote for you. Like, I just think that's he's going to do that again. And he's going to ride off into the sunset two two presidencies and probably, you know, die shortly after his second term because he's old as shit and not have to face the because if he if he doesn't win, oh, they're coming after him hard. They're going to try to put him in jail. That's why he wants to win. He wants to just ride it out. I wouldn't be surprised that. if down the pipeline he's like, I've lifted, uh, there's no longer a term limit <laughs> on presidencies. You can just be president how long you want to be. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he just did some... He can't do that, can he? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's a lot of he stuff I used that. to think you couldn't do. And I'm that. like, oh, you can do that? It's, it's, I'll tell you one thing. Whatever you want to say about the dude, it's been an impressive four years, man. Because it's been a As, lot of shit. And what I'm, terms? Just been like, you can say that? Oh, 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 yeah. You can have a video of you doing that and then still be president? People had flags on their boats. Oh, yeah. Where I live at. Yo, I, it was, it I don't remember crazy. it being like that when Obama was president. No, people weren't this gas to be like, yeah, I'm in. You know what I mean? We had, a, you know, black people would have the little side of the roads like Barack Obama with cornrows or, you know, mm. old Obama's mama. You know, they had those little, but that was like shirt sellers. Yeah. You, you know, people going to try to find a hustle, but I didn't have like a. Obama's president and what bumper sticker on my mm-hmm. you know on my car you know it just it's just different it's very cultish it's pretty wild man um but yeah that's that's the, that's the last time I plan on going this in depth on that dude again on this podcast he won I, this he won this battle he did man he got us yeah. he got yeah. us he got us man I, I it was a it was a great chess move it was because we've been skating around we might make a little comment here and there no you make a little comment here and I gotta go. No, we not we not doing this on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to give it like, okay, man. Did you see he used to go nuts? I did. I, I wish people. Did, I don't know how many people that listen to the podcast have your Twitter before the affirmative murder page. Yeah. Or, well, it doesn't matter. We're not going back that far. <laughs> yeah, I I was very much a person who was opposed to him and thought he was a disgusting person, and there was disgusting things happening during his campaign. <laughs> but guess what? He won. You know, so it look. Guess who looks stupid? Me. <laughs> Where you're like, a person could never be president and spew hatred like this. Like, oh, I, I was wrong. Okay, well then I guess I'll tone mm-hmm. it back a bit. But then this week he was like, oh, you want to not talk about me? Yeah. Baltimore sucks dick. It was like, oh, okay. Well then I guess we got to talk about <laughs> this. I got we got to talk about it. So that'll be the last time I, I plan on going this in depth. And then, mm-hmm. he, and then he comes out. He's like, you know who sucks? Kid Cudi. And I'm like, oh God, man, why does he? Why, <laughs> why is he trolling me like this? So you know, hopefully he just you know keeps Kid Cudi's name out of his mouth. Um, doesn't say anything bad about Trader Joe's. Um, he said anything about LeBron James. This, I'm gonna set this podcast. Well, he's already, five. you know, he's already made comments, you know, um, towards LeBron James. He has. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That. that already I don't happened. even want to know. Yeah. So. We, 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 you know. So he, if he does it again, okay, then that'll be when you come on and I'll yeah. give you ten minutes to just go. Mm-hmm. But you know, so we'll, we'll hop out of that. What we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into these good vibes to try to you know uh, cleanse our palates from that uh, rant we just went on, mostly me and. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to do that right now. Good, 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 good
Yes, welcome to another segment of Good Vibes. We're going to, like I said, we're going to move forward from that toxic talk we had in the beginning. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Fran, you got something for me or you want me to go? I'll go. <clears throat> so my Good Vibes story this week is about a compassionate mom from Arkansas is being praised for buying out the entire stock of a closing shoe store mm. so she could donate all the pairs of shoes to people in need. Carrie Jernigan had been shopping with her kids at the Payless Shoe Store mm. closing in Alma where her daughter asked if they could buy an extra pair of, of Extra pair of Avengers-themed shoes for her classmates who were too small. Nice. So Jernigan was more than happy to buy the shoes for her daughter's friend. Then, following a curious afterthought, she asked the cashier how much would it cost to buy the rest of the store supplies. Damn. Yeah. Even at Payless, that's a big boy question. Can I? How much does it cost to buy the inventory? Yeah. Because it was closing, so it was probably was a sale. I'm not knocking her, but I'm just saying it was a sale. No, but that's what I mean. Even still, yeah. like let's say all the like every pair of shoes in there was $5. All the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> that's at least a, a couple thousand, maybe $1,000. That's 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 a boss question. I could never even think about asking a question like that. No. Even at a, mm-hmm. even at like a going out of like if a dollar store was going out of business, I'm like, "How much is all the candy?" I would never ask that. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I know I would I know I don't have it. <laughs> I know I don't have that kind of money. That's baller. That's a baller ass question. Yeah. So she told KFSM, as I was checking out, I was as I was checking out, I just said how much for the rest of the shoes in the store. Almost joking. And I could see the clerk's face. Her wheels start to turn. And she finished checking me out. She said, Can I have your number? The district manager later called Jernigan and told her the cost of purchasing all the product left in the store. About fifteen hundred boxes of shoes and Jernigan jumped on the chance. Fifteen hundred dollars? Fifty hundred fifteen hundred boxes of shoes left. Oh, yeah. that's that's a lot of shoes, man. Yeah. Since she bought out the store supplies, I don't think they say they how much. They didn't say how much it cost? Uh-uh. That's because it was a big boy number. <laughs> she probably she won. Yeah, she wanted that. She won. Yeah, she wanted that information yeah. up there. It's a big girl number. That's kinda humble on the that's that's a flex as well. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how much it costs. I did it for the kids. It doesn't it doesn't money's no object when it's right. about the kids. So since she bought out the store supplies back in May, she and her family have been giving the shoes away to needy kids in their community. If you ask my kids what they want to be when they grow up, they say be kind. And so I don't care what they do in life as long as they're kind and good people. This this just reiterates to me that their hearts are in the right place. And if it's in the right place, they can do amazing things. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so this was, it was mainly her daughter's, one of her oldest daughter's idea to be like, you know, can we get an, pair an extra pair of shoes for somebody else? Yeah, for so real. the mom goes, I'm going to buy the whole store. I'm going to I'm just buy y'all out. That's a flex. Because y'all closing anyway. Right. So. That's a big, but, that's a boss move. Yeah, that was I think, awesome. I think it's funny that like she's like they're at Payless getting Avenger shoes because mm-hmm. whenever I see those pictures of parents dressing their kids like you know their their boyfriend that they had a kid with that they aren't dating right now mm-hmm. or just dating dressing their kid like Odell Beckham Jr. or something like that's like that kid just wants to have Incredible Hulk sneakers on and yeah. that kid doesn't want to have Louboutin red bottom shoes on and have his hair and the two tight braids that go down the side and everything else is faded. It's mm-hmm. like those braids probably hurt that kid. He's he's two he's eighteen months. Yeah. You know, just dress your kid like a kid, man. You don't have to dress Oh, my kid's got a Louis Vuitton fur vest on with a whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like just dress your kid a kid yeah. would much rather have some shoes that light up and have their favorite character on them, you know? Mm-hmm. As much as but I already know I already see it in your eyes, Fran. When what? little Fran comes, he's gonna be having little baby Jordans on and I don't know. Why do you do that with Sophie? Had Nike tech suits on and shit like that. Probably. Probably some matches. You don't dress Sophie like... But you dress probably, Sophie like an adorable some, little girl. You don't dress her like you. 
True, but I guess Sophia came like <laughs> tripping, like fucking. Like, because we're gonna have some matching, some matching suits here and there. <laughs> slight drip, baby Nike suit. Just a slight drip, not too much. <laughs> baby Nike suit with the baby bronze on. I respect it, man. I'm talking all this stuff, but I want my kid to be dapper, you know, whenever he comes. You know, yeah, but I, I understand you get. What you, I get what you're saying. When it you goes say, overboard a little. Yeah, bit, when you like buy Jordans, brand and, yeah, and then these know. kids go outside, shoes untied, dirty, yeah, they just, shit falling off. It's like that's a waste them. of money. A little five hundred dollars. They don't baby care. Shoes. Yeah, they don't give a crap at all. Like, it's about I, you. Yeah, you know? I told you stop rolling the grass. They got grass stains <laughs> all, all on there. <laughs> That's a Fendi belt. Why? Is, you spilled all your chocolate milk on the Fendi belt. It's like that kid doesn't care, man. He just wants no, to, he does. Just right. wants to watch Paw Patrol and like <laughs> digging his butt or whatever. Right, whatever. Just be dirty. Like, yeah, just, kids are dirty. Gross, man. <laughs> Dress them in. Why does your baby have a fifteen hundred dollar outfit on? Just go to Payless or what is? Man, damn, Payless is. What's after Payless now? Amazon. She got all the shit off Amazon now. I mean, they putting everybody. Out. Amazon is a juggernaut, man. We don't need to. You we don't need, on We don't even need to get into. The, I don't even know if I feel comfortable talking about Amazon negatively on a, on a live mic because they're taking over everything. They might just be like, these mics might catch on fire. Yeah, or they're like, oh, we do podcasts now, and you're out of business. Where they just you get your mic from Amazon. <laughs> you know, so it's hey, look, hey, Amazon. No, everything somebody has on in this room got it from Amazon. I'm for sure, sure, for sure. Yeah. Even if it's from a That's specific, insane. I got Adidas from Amazon. Like, are you just. It's just where it's you wild, go, man. man. So I guess, yeah. I mean, Because we're lazy, know, that's why. Yeah, I don't know where you go to get, because Payless was always kind of like, you know, the joke. The joke, yeah. Um, Still this, is that's like the dis, That's the discount place where you go. Yeah, but you know something, man? I got to show you a video after this. <laughs> there was a video, somebody did an experiment where they uh, set up a fake boutique mm. and made everybody think oh, I it saw was that. Like, I trendy, saw that. Yeah. like it was trendy shoes and shit. And all these backpackers and hype beasts and shit from the internet went in there and they were like, mm-hmm. these shoes are so like aerodynamic and comfortable. Like It's the name. It's yeah. just the name. Yeah. Like, oh, these are Supremes. They're like these are Supreme shoes. They're like oh, these are crazy. And then they at the end they were all they all said, oh no, this is a Payless. Yeah. Dickhead. I saw that. And they all look, you know, they all look, <laughs> and now you all look stupid because you're in there like this quality is amazing. Like I'm you, you can tell that you're holding something that really costs extra. You get what you pay for, and this really? costs probably I would say these shoes probably cost like seven hundred dollars. And they're like no, wrong. Those shot those shoes cost some weird number. Those like are 13? Sh- those are shacks. Yeah, those are shacks. Well, wait. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. We shouldn't diss Shaq. Shaq knows. Joke though, Shaq, man. Knows, Shaq knows the kind of shoes he made. <laughs> Nobody wants to wear a shoe where a dude's dunking on it. That's not cool. That's not even that athletic when you're seven feet tall. Michael Jordan's dunking on the shoes. Yeah, but Michael Jordan's six three. He can fly. Yeah. It's it's ma- more magic. Air Jordan. Shaq's just a giant. Yeah. You know. That'd be and like if you, they had skyhook shoes. His shoes sold out at Walmart at one point too. So. Oh, don't don't hey, don't get me wrong. I would never diss Shaq financially. I know people oh, no. are buying the Shacks. Yeah, Shaq, it's a it's an investment that he's making money off mm-hmm. of, and he catches these flames right on with him too. So. Yeah, I, it's just not a shoe I could put on, and nope. it's just not for me. I think there are shoes, but you know who makes a great cheap shoe? H and M. H and M makes all I got the my shoes. Boots from there. H and M makes all the shoes that look like the Adidas, yep. Yeezys, and all yep. that type of stuff for like twenty dollars. Yep, I wear them every winter. Yeah, you know, so that <laughs> it doesn't have to be like a goofy looking shoe yeah. and be because it's cheap. And I think Shaq's shoes, a lot of them are goofy looking, except for the Shaq Gnosis. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, am, I, am, I, am I alone on that? Okay, cool. <laughs> Look them up, Google them. That's cool. That's that's fine. I think you, I think you'd be impressed. I think, I think, I think you'd be impressed no. by the Shaq Gnosis. No, I mean, what are they like a theme shoe from a from the movie? No, it's like Shaq oh. shoes, but the the color theme, the color theme is like white and black, and it's half circles, like a hypnosis board. No, that's a circle swirl. Awful. I don't know. Okay, well, you know, hey, uh, teach them. Uh, my good vibe story this week is one that I just saw today. 
about this kid named Jaden Jefferson, mm-hmm. aka to me, little Al Roker. Uh, he, he he really warmed my heart. This kid. So for Toledo wins, that's people from Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like also. Hoosiers? No, not like Hoosers. That is incredibly stupid. I don't understand that. Somebody sent us a like a, a photograph of all the different states' names, mm-hmm. and everything is Marylander, yeah. New Yorker, mm-hmm. Mainlander, from people from Maine or whatever. And then it's like Indiana, but it's like Hoosiers, Indiana, in yeah. parentheses. That doesn't make any sense that that's what that is. That if you're from Indiana, you're a Hoosier. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... If you're from Kentucky, you're like a Kentuckian, you're an Ohioan, whatever, and, and Indiana's like, no, we're Hoosiers. <laughs> Why? Why is that what that is? Um. So anyway, so for Toledo wins, it's a brand that has been seen plenty over the last year, especially this summer. And this is referring to uh, Jaden Jefferson. Uh, Thanks to a breakout moment with presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren on Monday of this past week, the 11-year-old reporter is now a national sensation. He said, now I'm not just Toledo Jaden, I'm national Jaden, which means I need to cover more national headlines. That's a bar. Like, you're not just, you're not, now you're, you're, you're a, 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 a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. You know, that's so growth. Was, was he getting these interviews because he was getting like exclusive interviews, right? Well, what happened was oh. he's a local reporter, right? Okay. So he mm-hmm. would cover, you know, high school basketball games, mm-hmm. a traffic accident or whatever, but not for the news, just like he had like a Facebook page yeah. or something like that. And Elizabeth Warren is very of the people. Like when she she goes from town to town mm-hmm. and holds little town halls and talks to everybody. And he got in there, hmm. and he has a little microphone. Yeah. And what I what I think is what I was expecting when I watched it is you ever seen Steve Harvey's Little Big Shots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a kid on the episode of Steve Harvey's Little Big Shots where Steve Harvey was saying this kid right here is the youngest basketball reporter ever. He's like three, mm-hmm. and then they cut to him doing his thing, and he'd be like. So, do you wear shoes when you play basketball? And they'd be like, yeah, man, this kid's adorable. This mm-hmm. is so funny. That kid was not... This kid would, this kid would be like, so what separates you from the other candidates that are in the presidential race? And he had the little microphone uh. and put it to them. He's like a real reporter. He's not just a kid that's mm-hmm. adorable. And that's what like, I was... Oh, you're in a suit. <laughs> oh, do I like Skittles? Yes. That's what I was going to ask. on the head. Yeah, no, he's a, he asked serious questions. Yeah. That's what I thought was cool. Because when... When I that that video of that kid on Little Big Shots kind of scarred me, where I I go, oh, this is he's not good at this. Mm-hmm. Like if Stephen A. Smith asked stupid questions like that, and, so um, are you? Would you say that you like basketball? Like man, get this fucking dude off ESPN. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? But because he's two yeah. and like an adorable little kid, mm-hmm. that he gets to go behind stage and ask little cute questions and is cute. This kid is not that. This kid is an he's serious. Mm-hmm. He's a he, this kid is a journalist. Anyway, let me get back to it. So, like I said, he went from Toledo Jaden to National Jaden. So, Jaden Jefferson's stardom came after he managed to scoop an exclusive interview with the senator after he, after her rally in Toledo. With the praise of national news outlets on social media, he saw his social media accounts gain thousands of followers overnight, including now over 20,000 uh, followers on Twitter. So, this kid has a legit platform now, and, he, and he's a, a, a journalist, which that's what you need to be a journalist. Uh... He said, I've had a lot of people on Twitter from Toledo saying I've represented the Glass City well. Made them made them hometown proud and things like that. I've gotten a great response from the city. So he's probably, you know, walking into these little Toledo uh, restaurants like the mayor. You know, mm-hmm. free food. People want to be 
um, get interviews for him, from him, mm. you know, come in and interview my restaurant, give a review. He, he's gotten more access now because of this, you know, I, which I think is super cool. And I haven't even gotten how old he is. So that shit is, that, that blew my mind. So the fame allowed him to get the full tour with CNN at the Democratic debates on Tuesday. His mother and manager, or his momager, <laughs> uh, no, it's in, it's in, oh, okay. but it is good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> says her phone has been ringing nonstop with interview opportunities since. Jaden will appear on Fox and Friends on Thursday morning and already conducted interviews with MTV, Univision, MSNBC, and BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. So the kid is working, mm-hmm. you know, and this is what he wants to do. So I think that's super cool. Like, he's getting his feet wet at, what do you, what, 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 how old are you when you go in the sixth grade? 11? Yeah, he's he's starting like sixth grade after the summer, so he's like eleven years old, and as a a consummate professional, no jokey questions. Like, so, do you also like colored pencils? Or you know, yeah. the kids ask little goofy questions. Uh, there was this kid named Kid President a couple years ago. He was this little chubby black kid, mm-hmm. and he was getting all kind of internet fame because he wore suits and he was adorable. He'd be like, you know, I like to do stuff. People should just be nice to people. I think that was a good vibes thing. That was like that was oh, that, that was went, years that ago. was years ago. The, that was like kid two. Years, that was recently. No, kid president was kid president. Who met am I Barack thinking Obama. about? Who am I thinking about? I think I must be thinking about somebody know. else. I've done a lot of bakers and you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, kid president mm. was before this podcast. Kid president is an icon. Jaden's father, or father jerk. That, that wasn't okay. good. That was that wasn't good. We, ignore that. Don't mm. just forget. Us, forget us of that. Um, father. It was, it was all right. It's, father, not, father it's, not, it's not a manager. It doesn't roll as good. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yes, good point. <laughs> he's, not, he's not the manager. Uh, James believes that Jaden's personality and simply the way he treats other people is why he's beginning to soar through the journalism field. The two qualities that we want are that we want him to be humble and we want him to be appreciative. And that's that's great parenting and, you know, it sounds good. I hope yeah. they practice that and it's not just because his camera's in, his, in their mm-hmm. face, I hope. But Jaden seems like a well-adjusted kid, so yeah. I'm sure that is 100% what they're teaching this kid to be. Like I said, he reminds me of Al Roker. He reminds me of an 11-year-old Al Roker, just like a professional, nice, really quick. I remember when uh, Les did American Idol, uh, we were in, we met Ryan Seacrest, mm-hmm. and he's on even when the cameras aren't on. He can just work a room. Because he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He knows the right thing to say. He can flip something you say and flip it, throw it right back at you real quick, but cl- but funny. He's one of those kind of dudes. Mm-hmm. And Jaden's like that. Very much just kind of, when he walks into a room, he kind of owns it. Just, you know, his energy's great. He's nice. He's friendly. He's got a big smile. And he's well-spoken. And all those kind of things will get you a long way. I'm jealous, man. I, we, me, me and Fran have discussed this a lot where um, we wish some of this stuff was around when we were kids. You know, like... MySpace was cool, but my, we didn't even have MySpace, you know? Something no. to where all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, you can make a bunch of money now yep. at 11, you know, because you bake or because you knit sweaters or because you like talking to people. I liked talking to people. <laughs> that was a bad thing when I was a kid. Why is this kid, you know, he gets to be rewarded and all this kind of, I guess because I was doing it while the teacher was talking. Yeah. I just figured mm-hmm. it I played it out in my head and I figured it out. That's yeah. probably what it was. But you would agree, when I was 11, you met me, I, I love to talk. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so imagine if I could get on Twitter when I got off work, get off, get on, uh, make, you know, Instagram videos and just yeah. talk to people. I don't know what could have happened, but, you know, we missed it. It's a different generation, man. Crazy, man. We missed the window. But it's cool. I'm not mm-hmm. bitter about it. The entire Jefferson family says they are thankful for all of the support Jaden has received. 
both locally and nationally. It's taken a lot of hard work and dedication to get where Jaden is today. This kid is a, this kid is 11 years old. Like he's wow. like it's been a hard journey or he's been grinding for years and years to become a journalist. It's like he's 11. It's it hasn't been that hard, you know? It's like he just is doing something he loves to do yeah. and then he did it in front of the right person and now all these doors are opening up for him. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing, but it's wild. It's wild. That's a wild statement to say about an 11-year-old. It's been a it's taken a lot of hard work and dedication to get where Jaden is. You know what? I take that back because he does get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning hmm. before school so he can get up, get some, I imagine him drinking coffee, get some coffee and like watch the news. He probably get questions. He probably write, you know, these. Yeah, like you can write the talking points down yeah. and stuff. You know, you got to take your interviews about the, what today's news is. So mm-hmm. he wakes up before school and does that. That's I, that's hard work for an yeah. 11-year-old because I could barely wake up when I was supposed to wake up. I can barely wake up now. Yeah, and I'm an adult, and I have like a whole responsibility. <laughs> like, if I don't get up and go to work, somebody will come and take my car yeah. like on a, on a flatbed, and that's my worst nightmare. And this kid just does it because he likes talking in front of a camera. Crazy. So shout out to him. Uh, so um, they said he was a little bit discouraged about his YouTube not being as high as he wanted to. Now I just told him the other day. Remember when you only had about a hundred views on your YouTube channel? And now you're getting 6,000 on just one video, mm. said his brother Jalen. Um, also, just a quick plug. If you'd like to check out Jaden's exclusive interview with Congressman uh, Presidential Candidate Tim Ryan, be sure to check out all of his social medias. Uh, his Instagram is Jaden Reports Now. Mm. Or it's Jaden Reports. Jaden underscore reports. And his Twitter is Jaden underscore reports. So it's Jaden underscore reports on everything. Yeah. Check this kid out. Big, bright smile, little chubby cheeks. Seems like a really sweet, awesome kid. And that was my good vibes. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take you guys out to... JJ, you're here, man. What, what, what you got going on? What, what are you listening to these days? What, what, what's getting you feeling good? Listening to? Yeah. Music-wise? Yeah. You know it's, it's that new Drake. <laughs> Any specific song that's not like a bummer song? What's the song that makes you feel great? Oh, uh... 4 a.m. in Calabasas. 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Okay, we're going to gonna leave you guys with 4 p.m. in Calabasas, and when we uh, come back, we're going to talk about this some fucked up shit. Game we moving militant, but somehow you the one tanking. No limit to why I could take it. And you know me as a Chris Bottle sender. Check pick up. I thought we looked out for one another. Saw us all as brothers in a struggle, too blessed to be humble. I guess it's different in the city I come from. All of a sudden, I got people showing how much they truly resent me. They hold a meaning to spells envy, they trying to tempt me. The higher I get, the less they accept me. Even had the OGs try and press me. Ha 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 ha. No way out, cause I'm already in it. I'm not attending when I do a show and get a ticket. Good business can clean millions, I got division. I've been had it since no scrubs and no pigeons. Even back when I wasn't as popping. When they told me take a R&B nigga on the road And I told him no and drew for Kendrick and Rocky I tried to make the right choices with the world watching Mike never tried to rap like Pac Pac never tried to sing like Mike Those my dad's words to me when I asked him how to make it in life And I always said my mother gave the greatest advice Yeah, look at me now, they look at me like the golden child Alright, and we are back, Fran, JJ Strap in this one. I, d- I decided to do something a little different this week. I, I went to a weird YouTube rabbit hole and started mm-hmm. looking up just weird deaths and occurrences and strange accidental deaths and that kind of stuff. And I, I fell into a interesting hole that I will get into with my story this week, mm-hmm. which is the story of the Cinder Woman. Okay. Okay. So on July 2nd, 1951, Mary Reeser's landlady, Pansy Carpenter, dropped by her apartment to deliver a telegram. That's how long ago this shit was. Like, some kind of... 
And her name was what, what is this? What, the Cinder Lady? That's the yeah. That's is is this is. part of her name or Mary Reeser is the Cinder Lady? Mary I will Reeser. get into why she's the Cinder Lady. Uh, I, was about to, I was about to make a guess, but yeah, go ahead. Man, that's why I don't watch movies with you, man. <laughs> you want to know the shit? So who? who I was, was going to make a guess of why they call her that. But. So so is Bruce Willis dead? What what's going on? You know, that was <laughs> that was a sixth sense joke. It keeps me uh. Make sure I watch it, because other than that, I was like, <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't have time to like look at these plot points and listen, watch these characters and watch the development of the movie. What is happening? Yeah. Did you see that? No, I missed <laughs> it. <laughs> That's why at the end of every movie, friends like, that movie didn't make any sense. And nope. I, go, I go, but you didn't see when they went in and then she nah. handed her that? No, nah, I missed it. Give that. me the end first. And like, I guess that would have made sense if yeah. I would have saw that, but I didn't see it, so yeah. it, didn't, it doesn't make any Give sense. Give me the end first, and then... It helps me out through the movie because then I can I can just miss. What an interesting thing to say, right? That's an insane thing to say. This this has been my friend since we were 11 11 years old. That's a nuts thing to say, right? That's like something crazy for. Tell me what happens at the end already. They find his head in the box. Okay, cool. I got it. Okay, go ahead. I watch the movie. (laughs) Oh, that's why he brought the knife out. Okay, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) so uh, uh, Pansy Carpenter stopped by uh, Mary Mary Reeser to drop her off a telegram, Mm -hmm. and when Carpenter. Uh, when Carpenter arrived and then nobody answered the door she put her hand to the doorknob and found it to be unusually hot so she called the police police arrived to the apartment where they found 67 year old Mary Reeser burned to death in a mysterious fire Mm. reports said that her body disintegrated by a blaze of white hot intensity not much of Reeser remained Mm. there was one slipper there was one slippered foot so like the foot was in the slipper unburned hmm uh, which curiously showed no signs of charring, as well as a part of her spine. A piece of her skull remained and was described as shrunken. Her head? The skull. It wasn't nothing on it. But her foot was just her like a foot. Her foot was just foot. like a foot. Like how my foot. Skin and. Uh, yeah, uh huh. Wow. In the slipper. On the bed. On the, she was in a chair. Oh. So it was just like on the floor, sole of your foot on the ground, just in the, sh- in the slipper. C- good. A1. Wow cut it up make some meat you know it was it was prime meat it wasn't mm. ash mm. never had pig feet no oh oh excuse me sorry I didn't know I was talking to JD Rock you had pig feet have you had pig feet before no he hasn't oh. we haven't had oh so feet. nobody in here has had pig feet and nobody's ever been blackmailed into taking photos in their boxers oh I didn't know I'm sorry I, didn't no. know. I was talking to the coolest dudes in the world let me get back to my story you guys are something else <laughs> uh, although the apartment was very warm when police arrived, the majority of it remained intact. So it wasn't really the apartment didn't burn down, just she burned. Plastic household objects near the seat uh, Reeser was sitting in had softened and lost its shape. But the rest of the room was seemingly unaffected by the flames that engulfed Mary Reeser. The rug had scorch, had a scorch mark on it, and a, ch- and a chair and an end table in the middle of the scorch mark were upright. So basically... There was a carpet or there was a rug and a chair and a table and that's where she was sitting mm-hmm. but all that was left was like a black circle around the chair mm-hmm. and the, but the chair was she didn't there was no sign that she was on fire and then knocked the chair that she was in over and knocked the table everything was in its place and then she's just in ash and her spine is in the chair and there's a foot on the ground her spine is in the chair like there the was a little from... piece of her spine left oh. that's about all that was left is a spine and a skull like the lady from Spongebob you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> what? What did he say? Yeah, like that. 
Wow. That's one of the creepier things that's ever happened in SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> that lady was terrifying. Her eyes were black. It was very scary. This woman just is just dead, sadly. She's not as lively mm, as that woman. That's crazy. But yes, just a spine and a skull and one foot that hmm. had meat on it still. Toes and everything. Um, since it requires three or four hours of temperatures around 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit for a body to be cremated, the case baffled authorities. So that kind of heat and that kind of timing, the whole apartment, the whole building should have burned down, really. But just this spot in the middle of the room, she's ash. It's like alien? Fucking flew over her house or something? Hey, man, I was going to say, once I finish, I was going to say that's my theory. Oh, okay. I'm going to get into the science of what the official story is. Hmm, I want to hear that. I think she might have got into a confrontation with uh, someone of extraterrestrial descent, and he might have pulled out a vaporizer on her. Hmm. Something out of this world, some kind of tech that's not of here. You know, that's from another place. Some X-Files shit. Mm. That's my theory, but I'll get into the official the yeah. official story. I'm doing air quotes right now. We're on a mic, so this isn't audio medium, but I'm doing official story quotes. Um, due to the mysterious circumstances of the case, it's been, su- it's been suspected that Reese was a victim of spontaneous human combustion. This is when a person bursts into flames from a chemical reaction in their body without any apparent uh, ignition of an external heat source. More than 200 cases of spontaneous human combustion have been reported around the world. Most involve a victim burning almost completely, Mm. although their extremities may remain intact, like a foot. Uh, That's crazy. While their their surroundings remain unburned. So this this is the official spontaneous human combustion, which is refuted by a lot of scientists, is what is believed to have happened to this woman. I I will continue with my story. Um, Most scientists dismiss the idea that humans can catch on fire for no reason. Many cases involved victims who were alone and close to a flame, such as a cigarette or a candle. What? Often the victims have been, again, if it was a cigarette or a candle, the whole apartment probably would have burned down. You know, like it's not... But why would you bust them in the flames from a cigarette? How was that? I'll get it. So I'm going to end up repeating it again because I'm going to read it. But the the reasoning that they were saying was she's older. So when she caught on fire, she just she just couldn't defend herself from the flames. So she just sat there. She just, <laughs> this is the this is the official story, quote unquote. She's so old and weak that her she couldn't fight the flames. So she just sat in her chair, didn't knock the table over, and didn't move her foot. These people have must have never been burned before or something. Oh, I've been burned. I'll tell you one thing. I didn't just go like, oh man, let me. I was okay. Right. I fucking knocked everything over, you know? So, uh, that's bullshit. That's insane. My whole body's in flames, and I'm like, well, I'm too weak to defend myself from this attack. I'm going to kick so. my foot out. Make sure that doesn't get Yeah, I'm going to keep my foot. <laughs> let me keep my foot from the my flames. slip on. That's insane, man. Especially, not. she didn't just, they didn't just find a woman with, like, fourth degree burn, which are, like, fatal burns, like, fourth degree burns over her body dead. She, she was, was like ash. ash. Yeah. <laughs> she was ash. Like, that's insane. Said her head was shrunken too. Yeah, it was like so hot that it compressed her skull. The official story is a cigarette uh, might have been the cause. So, I mean, where your skin becomes flammable, super flammable when you. That's a great question, and I'm gonna get into okay. what I'm gonna get into that right now, Frank. Right. Great, great way to put me back on task. Um, so, like I said, most scientists dismiss it. They think you know that you can't just burst into flames without some kind of accelerant, some kind of fire to start right. it. You mm-hmm. know. Um, often the victims have been elderly or intoxicated, which I don't know why they say those together like they're the same thing. Um, but 
I guess no. I guess those are the, the main two situations. But I don't like how they place it, like elderly or intoxicated. Like they have similarities. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah, like, I guess the similarity that they're saying is, and thus unable to put out the flames. Like if you're really old or super drunk, yeah, you can't defend yourself against <laughs> fires. That's just how that goes. Hmm. When JJ was super drunk and threw up that hot dog, yeah. if I would have lit his ass on fire, he probably wouldn't have been able to defend himself from the flames, according to scientists that get paid to tell these stories. Mm-hmm. The official story. Mm-hmm. Right, Jay? So you, you get drunk enough, you can't defend yourself from fire. How do you even remember what to do? Stop, oh, drop, open up, sh- I don't even, you don't even know. You're so drunk, you don't remember the old saying that you learned in elementary school or whatever. You're too drunk to remember that. The official story is she sat in a chair and evaporated. That's not a word. That's not what you use for fire, right? What vaporized? Yes. Evaporate is like you go up into water. This is the opposite. That's probably what her body did because a UFO flew over a house and. Hey man, <laughs> you said it. I didn't say that. These mics are live. I don't know what happened. You know, but probably. Hmm. Anyway, back to my story. In order for anything to combust, th- three things are required: very high heat, a source of fuel and an oxidizing agent, which is generally the oxygen in the air. This is all a part of the official story that they're saying why a spontaneous combustion can exist and that she had to have a candle had to be there or something, but that doesn't explain why her apartment is intact and she is ash. But they're saying spontaneous combustion requires a flame and a lot of oxygen Mm -hmm. to make the fire grow and be bigger, but that doesn't explain why the chair is intact and there's still so many holes in this whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'll continue. Um, the human body is largely composed of water, making it very difficult to burn. And yet, all she's left, all that's left of her is a skull and some spine and a foot. Um, some have suggested that fat in a human body could act as a fuel source, and the victim's hair or clothing might act like a candle wick, known as the wick effect. So basically they're saying the wick effect is something long on you that Mm. can catch a little bit of candle fire or cigarette that goes up and then you can't really put that out if you're asleep or whatever. And that becomes the accelerant to something else. But they're saying body fat because body fat is is flammable. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're saying if you're really fat, that you will burn easier, I guess is what they're saying. Mm. Still doesn't explain why the apartment is completely intact and her foot is just on the ground. But... I continue. Uh, so yeah, it's known as the wick effect. As the fat melts, the body would the body would burn from the inside out, leaving the surroundings intact. This still doesn't explain why what com- makes the you know what I mean what makes the combustion happen. But it has to go through the skin first before. That's what the I mean. Inside. If they're saying you're going to burn from the inside out because your fat is on fire, why is your fat on fire? If the body's mostly water and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying, man, it's, I think this, you know, I think spontaneous combustion so you, is an alien cover-up. Yeah. 200 cases? That sounds like mm. a, a close to the number of cases of, you know, uh, UFO sightings, uh, you yeah. know, that have become popular, crop circles, those kind of things, people that are claiming abduction. You know, I think those numbers will probably link up pretty good, you know. That's not a lot of, that. that's that's not a lot of people, so it's it's almost weird. Yeah. You know, if it, if this was just a medical thing, I would think it would be happening a, a, more often than just 200 reported cases. People just you just bursting in flames. Yeah, I mean that sounds like they should have a pretty good pinpoint on that what that is if it's a real thing. I'm saying I'm not sure it's real. I'm not sure aliens are real either. So those two things have something in common. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're real. I think they're real. Think aliens are real? Yeah, they exist. Well, then, well, here you, here you guys have it, man. JJ and Fran think aliens are real. So then, that's just as Fran said, so it's real. Yeah. Hey, I've been speaking some some facts lately, man. Have so. you been speaking facts, man? We don't need yeah. to go into this, man. Hey, people are backing me up. I'm just saying. People are backing you up with 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 falsified articles from I'm news news sources that I don't trust. I'm just Fran, uh, JJ Fran believes that. Oh, we're gonna, sorry, guys. We're gonna segue. Uh, Fran believes that uh, bodies in the graveyards, when they put them in the graveyard, they come back and get them out, and they're not really in the grave. Nope. That is what you said, and I want to make sure yeah. that the people don't not not they resell the plot or there's somebody else's body in the. You're, he said that there are. That's no, what I said. No, you said that there are no, 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 no bodies no, 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 no. in graveyards. You twisted. I said I twisted it. Listen, you said that there are no bodies in graveyards. Can I listen? Can I tell him what I said? Please. I said that look, when they put these bodies in the ground, they leave them there for, you know, whatever how many years, and then they take them out. And they resell the spot. That's what I said. I said that they resell the spot. That's not they what you resell said. Because I said it was all about money. I said that. No, what you what you said you, you said they resell the spot, but there's never a body in there. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. They use the same spot for money. But how, I said like that. How many years? Like, like maybe like I don't know. At some point, no years. At some you point, said like no years. I, I said at some point the family will start come visiting you. Okay, Didn't you I say did, that? Did say I did that. say that. that. And say they that. would take the body out and put a new one in there. I mean, I could see, like cause, well because. Just taking the body out. No, CJ, I don't like. Still, I don't. Like, still I let him talk. Yeah. Like Thank if you. You just take the body out. There'd still be a stone there, like a headstone. Uh huh. So it's like, if people would still come around, somebody would notice that. Right. But like, if it was some years, like, like at some point, 40, 50 years, your grandpa. They don't have anybody checking for them. Well, like that's not a very good business uh, model. That every 40, 50 years, you make an extra couple grand. Why not? Yeah, but like, think about how many in that year. How many yeah, people? How many overturn it is? See, I don't like that you're here and you're able to insert logic. Because it's about money. That's the whole point. What he said was, oh there are no bodies. I didn't say that. In graveyard, I, I will play. It. I will put the clip in right here. Where it, it, there will be there will the clip will play right now. These tombstones and their rocks. It makes me think. I've said this to many people. People think I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, I don't think when I go to graveyards, I don't think those bodies are under it. Random. It's a random thought. I just some. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I don't. <laughs> what? Because like these, it's like it's like it's like a graveyard and these rocks. Uh huh. And before I read that, I was like, it's no way there's bodies sitting under that them rocks. I just don't believe that. And I and <laughs> this is me personally. I just don't think that graveyards people are actually buried in graveyards. Okay, uh, I need you to expound on that. I need you. To, what do you mean? I just don't think bodies. Are, I don't. I think it's. I think they have funerals, fake put bodies in grounds, and they <laughs> dig them up, and they they do something with them. <laughs> wait, wait, no, because I need you. Like you're saying a thing, but you're not really saying. What do you say? What do you say? I don't think are people are buried in graveyards. <laughs> people are coming with all these different things. Cause Cause that's what I said. You resell the spot. You know, Fran is kind of like the you know the uh, the 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 Michael B. Jordan of the podcast. All the all the all the people love him, and they they want to champion him. They want him to be great. So it's in an article to me, like, hey, Alvin, I think you might owe Fran an apology. Yep. See, they found a bunch of bodies in this morgue. Yep. That's not what he said. That's what I said. He said that the graves, there's no bodies in the graveyards because they digging them up and reselling the spot. That's what I said. 
I said it was about money. Didn't I say that? But you said there's no bodies in the grave. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. And you're getting upset. Anyway, British biologist and author Brian Ford has another theory for the source of the uh, enigmatic blazes. In a condition called ketosis, the oh. human body produces small amounts of the flammable substance known as acetone, a, compo- a component of nail polish remover. Ford believes when a person is ill, they may produce enough acetone that a tiny spark, perhaps due to static electricity, could cause the person to catch fire and burn. Okay, when stuff like that comes up, me being a family member, and you tell me something like that, I'll be like, well... You accept that? Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, I don't know... All these terms... They come out with terms, the big words. Yeah, what? I mean, if a, guy in a, if a guy in a white coat comes up to me and is like... Yeah, man, your mom just kind of blew up because she touched a Lenny, uh, a jacket that had a bunch of lint on it, and it shocked her, and then she caught on fire. That's my sign. And he does the thing where he pushes the glasses back yeah. up on his nose, and that's just scientific facts. Mm-hmm. And I go, uh, well, I guess that's what happened. They come up with all kinds of shit. Body fat and all <laughs> kinds of shit. It's like, your hair catching on fire while you sleep? Yeah. Come on now. That doesn't explain why she, like, I don't, she's 67. She's not 104 years old. Exactly. She caught on fire and didn't move. Yeah, screaming. Nobody heard her scream. <laughs> so it was one foot burned or two or both of them? One, one foot was one. gone. The other foot was not only was it a foot, but it was still in the slipper. So the slipper didn't burn. Wow. And she just had a she had a scorched circle around her. Yep. That's like a vaporizer. Gun. Yeah, man. That's like a, like the like, like the, the beam just came. The, the beam came Top, right over yeah. the build all right over the building. Boom. Mm. Or you know, or she was getting in a beef. Maybe she was in a domestic. Have y'all seen Men in Black? Yeah. You know, you seen Men in Black? She might have had a, a domestic relationship with an alien. Was talking that shit, and and she got vaporized, man. That's how the guns worked in Space Jam. That's just facts, right there. That's just facts. That's we all saw Space Jam, the biopic of the life of Michael Jordan. So she she just burnt in like seconds. Yeah. Does so much so that nobody noticed, and this lady who's her landlord was like, "Let me go bring Mary her new, her her mail her." Uh, but the doorknob was hot. The doorknob was warm. Oh, okay. But. The way that she burned, the doorknob should have like been melted or something. The whole know? building should have been. The whole apartment. You know, so <laughs> this is nuts. It should have been a hole like, in the floor. There was smoke, <laughs> around the, smoke uh, on the walls and ceiling and all that? Barely. That's barely. wild. There was barely any signs of other than where she was found. The apartment was completely intact. There was no smoke. I know it's 1951, but somebody in the apartment building should have gone, something's like burning. I've inspected a lot of fires yeah. in work. And like I've seen like a lamp catch on fire in a bedroom. Yeah. And like, just if, if say, like I, I've been in a house where a lamp caught on fire in the bedroom. Uh-huh. It was probably burning for like at least an hour. So right. Like, or maybe even less than that. But like, uh, they found it, fire department came, put yeah. it out. So like the building didn't burn down, but like inside the house, the whole house was black. Yeah. And that room and is nuts. The like the source was, of the yeah, fire is the crazy. Room, yeah. Well, like the room, that whole room was black. Yeah. But then, like, the rooms outside of it, they were, like, there was, like, like the walls were gray. Yeah. Like, dark gray. Right. Like, mm. all through the tops of it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, if something's burning, even if it's not, even if it's for, like, 20, 30 minutes, if it's, like, really on fire, fire There's going to be like, results. Like, to the point where a body's got to, like. It's ash. It, yeah. You said it takes 3,000 3, degrees, degrees and hours. hours. Yes. Yeah. There should have been more smoke. For sure. Just, just, the just, chair like, shouldn't still be there. Her body was gone. It yes, was fine. except for a foot and yeah. a little piece of spine and a little baby skull that was. It was so hot that the skull shrunk. Yeah, the chair shouldn't still be sitting there. Imagine if I'm the chair I'm sitting in right now, 
my body is just ash and this chair is still sitting up standing just fine the legs aren't rocking back and forth that but see now you made it spooky yeah that'd be crazy that made it alien like (laughs) that part to it that'd be nuts are you freaking me out let me get back to my story if it was right this isn't even a rocking chair that would be crazy because this isn't even a rocking chair be floating back to my story man because you're creeping me out um so the public was infatuated with the case as well coroner ed silk reported that at least 15 amateur detectives have phoned with uh phoned him with their with their theories so i told you the crazies always come out and one of, the, one, one of the crazies would have been me like look man i'm telling you i know this might sound crazy but that was aliens, aliens man. Yeah. some aliens did that you know matter of fact i saw her at the kroger's and she was they had a hunger point right that phone call would have been over <laughs> um so the detective team put out a statement saying that it was an accidental death by fire of unknown of unknown origin wow uh burgess said that it didn't mean they were concluding the ev- the investigation they were just putting out a release so that the burial could take place. So basically, it was such a wild storm and people wanted to keep getting autopsies done and everything. Mm-hmm. They had to put some kind of release out saying, we found the cause of death yeah. so that they could bury whatever was left in her. They could have mm-hmm. put her in like a shoebox or something Yeah, like they that. definitely took they, that they, up. That, man, that fucked her up, man. That's, in, that's an insane amount of damage to do to a body and the whole building is fine. And well, she's basically cremated at this point. So why? Yeah, I mean, they, they, have they, a they probably just dust panned her off the chair, and you know what I mean. <laughs> and it's just a foot in a box. That's so fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's insane. And nobody knows. It's like a fire of unknown origin. How do you get out? Huh? How do you get out the chair? Probably like you know, like a you know how when you go to the barbershop, they like uh, dust you off the hair that's on your shoulders. One of those, and then like a little pan. It just dusted into the pan, and then put her in a bag or something like that. <laughs> I heard you the first time I wanted you to see if he's gonna be. Yeah, well, you know, usually, you know, if a body's dead, they put him in, the, they zip him up in the, in the, you know, the, the body bag. Yeah. They still have to get her out of there, her remains. You said a dustpan. That's not the same thing. How else are you supposed to get dust off of a chair? I don't know. I was asking you. Well, I, I just wanted a, you to repeat it, man. That's I have, a, I have a vacuum. I wouldn't use a dustpan. It's 2019. You would use a vacuum to get her out the chair, like a shop vac, and then wow. it goes into the, it goes into the big thing, and then you just scoop it out of that. Okay, I don't know. The, I'm not a professional. I don't know how you scoop, how you get ashes of a person. I'm I don't. Pretty sure the people doing it didn't know. How, they yeah, it's 1951. They were like, uh, "Can I get a, a broom or something?" I don't really know how. And then the foot, the yeah. foot they probably put in like one of those bags that you would put uh, toxic, uh, toxic remains in, like bloody a bloody rag, mm-hmm. like one of those uh, hazmat bags. Probably put the foot in that there. That would probably look crazy. Mm. Yeah, man. People are like, "What happened to Mary?" And they just walk out with a foot. You'd be like, "What the fuck happened to her?" <laughs> That's crazy. In 1951, and then the res- and then imagine being her neighbor, and they're like, "Yeah, man, uh, her apartment burned down." Like, no, it didn't. I, the apartment's fine. I did see a bright light in a beam. See, there you go again, man. I'm gonna go back that'd to my be, story. That'd be crazy. Trying to, trying to creep me out, man. Um, so like, yeah, the public was infatuated with her death, so they had to put out some kind of statement so that they could finally bury her, and the FBI determined that Reese's death wasn't the result of spontaneous human combustion. However, the actual cause does remain a mystery. So the FBI came out and said, no, nah, it wasn't spontaneous nah. human combustion, but we, either, we, don't, we, know, don't, know. we don't know what it was, but it wasn't that. Um, the FBI believed that Mary Reeser's own body fat provided the fuel for the fire that consumed her after possibly lighting a cigarette and falling asleep. So they just combined all the theories that are yeah. how people burn to death. Uh... 
Uh, you have to fall asleep. She was set on fire, and once the body became ignited, almost complete destruction occurred from its from its own fatty tissues. So they think that, and look, so they said, uh, so the, the article says, it is true that human fatty tissue is highly combustible, like I said, even more so in heavier people. And Mary Reeser was a robust woman weighing in at 170 pounds. That is not that's that not big. Robust. That's not big at all. I watched my 600-pound life. I've never seen a person on my 600-pound life just combust, combust into flames. That's big. That's a lot of fat and tissue and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That's a person that, if you want me to believe this bullshit story, I could go, well, I mean, there's a lot of fat on a person that's 575 pounds. 170? That means I could spontaneously, combust, spontaneously, spontaneously combust. I'm sitting yeah. at 220 right now. That's crazy to say. <laughs> 170? Come on, man. She weighs more than you, but yeah. that's not saying much, friend. You're streaming. Well, I don't got to worry about combusting in the flames. So yeah, I'm I guess you're the that. only person that's safe from this combustion because you're so thin yeah. and felt. But it wasn't that. It was aliens. So I don't. that Straight theory enough. doesn't Straight even matter. Um, let me just close this up so we can talk about that briefly because I do. I kind of. That's my theory as well. Um, while the FBI's explanation had a certain logic to it, it only provided a partial explanation as certain anomalies remained. For instance, a pile of newspapers stacked next to Reeser's chair remained completely unscorched. Now, paper is just about the most flammable thing that exists, mm-hmm. other than like lighter fluid or something. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't even know an, a, something that's that goes up harder than paper. Dry wood, mm-hmm. and that was fine, and it was next to her chair. A stack of newspapers, fine, didn't burn down. I feel like paper can catch fire just from heat, like just from. The heat will create fire. Like if you put some, if you put some fire, if you put some newspapers in a grill that is just really hot, but mm-hmm. the fire died down, those will burn. They'll have scorch marks and shit on them. I had a this morning. Um, I came out. Sean was burning a fire last night, uh-huh. and there was a big log. Yeah. And uh, when I left out to go to the gym this morning, it was the fire was out. Right. But then, like, that was early in the morning when it was still kind of cold. Right. And then uh, I came back from the gym, and I was about to head out again Yeah. Uh, to come here, matter of fact. Right. And the log was smoldering. Yeah. Because it started heating up during the day, heated the inside of the log back And up. brought the fire back to yeah. life a little bit. That's how he, like, that just took a little bit of heat. Yeah. To, to catch that on fire. And this woman uh, burned enough. Newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> this woman burned enough to turn into ash, and there's the Sunday Times is just, a stack of them is just fine next to her. Yeah. This is unusual, man. Uh, so Dr. Wilton, Dr. Wilton M. Krogman, a professor of physical anthropology at the University of Pennsylvania and an experienced fire researcher, disagreed with the FBI's conclusion. Krogman wrote that of all the fire deaths he had investigated, I cannot conceive of such complete cremation without more of the apartment burning. It's been almost 70 years since Mary Reeser died. And given how long it's been since her death, it seems it seems unlikely the true cause will ever be determined. Well, I'm here to say Mary Reeser is the victim of extraterrestrial assault. Um, there's n- there, none of these explanations. They n- none of them make sense to me, man. How do you turn into ash? Only your foot survives the flames in the slipper. You know, mm. so it wasn't a UG. You know, this is 1951. Even an Ugg slipper is not surviving 3,000 degrees for hours, if that's what they say. I believe it took seconds.
because she was vaporized by some kind of alien tech not of this world you know that would leave a scorch circle around the chair and the newspapers untouched that seems that seems intentional right it's like i wanted mary to be not here anymore and so only mary got attacked by this 3000 degree rush of 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 energy and so now she's just a uh, dust and a spine and bones i'm telling you in in space jams P- please check yes when the, the biography space jam yeah, yes when the monsters mm-hmm. touch down in looney tunes yes they they hop out the ship yep Elmer Fudd comes up. Yes, Elmer Fudd, the, classic American yep, hero. He pulls out the, the double-barrel shotgun. Yes. And then they pull out their laser beams and blast them. And it, they, it just leaves a circle around him. Yep. And he's in dust. There you have That's, it, folks. When was... um? They do Aliens in Area 51, right? Mm-hmm. When was that built? Right around that time. Mm-hmm. Roswell. Like yeah, right right after Roswell. Roswell happened in about the 50s. The Roswell Space Land uh, crash. Mm-hmm. Mm, strong point. Yeah. Strong point, friend. Strong point. Mm. I think we should get off of that. Yeah, I think we should leave it at that. Uh, that, <laughs> that was my affirmative murder. Um, the Cinder Woman, uh, a.k.a. Mary Reeser. I forgot her last name at first. It sounds like Reese's. Um, a.k.a. Mary Reeser. Uh, rest in peace to her. I'm sorry that such a tragedy befell you. And seriously, uh, I don't. the official story sounds nuts. Maybe it wasn't aliens. You know, we, we, you know, we make our little jokes and stuff like that. But something weird happened, man, that... If people can just spontaneously combust, so that's the rabbit hole I went into. There have been, I've, I've, I've read other stories of people spontaneously combusting and things like that. And science is not backing spontaneous combustion. So it, it, it's kind of hard. How do, I, how do I agree with spontaneous combustion if scientists are saying spontaneous combustion is impossible? Uh, there has to be some kind of accelerant there or fire or anything. And then you have this case of Mary Reeser. Her whole apartment is fine. And yet... They're saying it takes thousands of degrees of fire yeah. and hours of burning to have a body end up in that kind of circumstance, and the rest of the apartment is virtually untouched. That yeah. that's nuts. No pictures or nothing. Yeah, it's nineteen fifty one. I probably I could, I could probably find some pictures if I really tried, but mm. I I can't convey pictures on the audio medium. Yeah. So that's not well, fair. To, it's mm. not fair to the listeners. Well, we okay, can just well. we can just research afterwards. All right. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm um. I'm going to wrap things up. What we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Fran turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Fran, please. The floor is yours. So my affirmative murder this week is um, the Iowa City Supel murders, uh, which is, it was hard for me to find a story this week in Iowa. Um, it's not a lot going on as far as Doesn't surprise me at all. murders. I mean, they have a couple school shootings, I think. But, I mean, I don't think we should. I think pretty much, much there's nothing going on across the board in Iowa, probably. No, no. Um, not a lot of minorities making a lot of murders over there anyway. I don't, as far as... I feel like I there's not a lot of minorities there, just period. Yeah, well, I agree. But I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions. Yeah. Um, but it is on my no-fly list, so um, there it is. Boom. So in February 2008, one month before the murders, Steven Sapel was indicted by a federal grand jury on charges of embezzlement and money laundering in connection with $559,000 stolen from his former employer, the Hills Bank and Trust Company of Hills, Hills, Iowa, Mm. where he had served as a vice president and controller. Sapel had pleaded not guilty, but had indicted to investigators that he had, in fact, diverted the funds to a personal account. At the time of the murders, Supel was out on bond and awaiting April twi- and waiting a trial in April 2008. Mm. Starting at about 11.30 p.m. on the evening of the murders, Supel left a series of apologetic voicemails 
voicemail messages for a former co-worker, former co-workers and relatives. He also left a handwritten note in his own kitchen. and it, he wrote that he, he had killed his wife and children. Mm. On March 29, 2008, St. Mary's Church in Iowa City held a Catholic funeral mass for all six members of the Suppel family. The church's decision to grant Stephen Suppel a presumed multiple murder, a Catholic funeral generated controversy among Iowa City area Catholics oh, he killed himself? A- Catholic scholars, yes. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah. And they let him be buried with his family. Yeah. That is nuts. That should, like, disqualify you from being able to be buried <laughs> with your family. Is that yeah. you killed all of them? Yep. Wow. I didn't catch that part. Yeah. So wow. this, is, okay. this is how the timeline went. So Sunday um, in the morning, Supel family attends Easter Mass at St. Mary's Catholic Church. Okay. Stephen, Stevens and Cheryl's parents are also at the Mass and later said they did not notice anything unusual about anyone's behavior. That's creepy. Sunday, 8 o'clock p.m., same day, mm-hmm. a family friend stops by the Supel's home and visits, visits with Stephen. Mm-hmm. The friend saw one of the children but noted nothing unusual. Oh, that's still creepy. Yeah. Uh, s- later Sunday, 11.30 p.m., Stephen Supel leaves a message for his father and brother at their law firm. In the message, he states that his family is in heaven. Wow. It is believed that his wife had been killed by now, although the children were likely still alive. So he just snapped. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, so between Sunday, 11.30 p.m. and Monday at 3.45 a.m., so I guess you could kind of say the same night. Yeah. Different day, but same night. Yeah. At some, at some point, according to a letter Stephen wrote, he allegedly gathers his four children into the family van which was parked in the garage and tries to kill the children by himself by carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow. When his work when his when this doesn't work, Stephen ushers the children back into the house and bludgeons them to death. Oh my god. I mean, what is these what I want to know what he said between them being in the in the van. Like, what are you doing? My head hurts. You know, yeah. like, "No, nah, I can't. I'm too much of a coward to kill myself this way. I don't like this." Cuz that's why I got out of the car. Yeah. He couldn't take suffocating <laughs> the whole thing so no never mind this I don't like this and then he went in there and, and bludgeoned his own kid that's yep. insane man yep. so he Jeez. bludgeoned him to death the Put three a, po- you poison them or something don't do it don't do it yeah but they're children man like do something that's considered you like some euthanasia type mm-hmm. of shit man beat them with yeah. something god that's crazy so the three oldest children were found in their bedrooms. Eleanor, the youngest, was found downstairs in the toy room. Monday, 3.45 a.m., Stephen leaves a message at the office of his former employer. Details of this message were not released. Mm. He probably, I'm sure that message probably went on Crying. saying about him at the money and the whole embezzlement situation. I mm. think. Yeah. I think about that. That's a good point. So Stephen yeah, so leaves a message on his home answering machine expressing his regret. How do you even call his own cell phone? <laughs> Hell no. On Monday, 4.01 a.m., Stephen leaves a second message on his home answering machine. In this message, he indicates that he tried to drown himself in the Iowa River at Lower City Park, but he kept floating. Yeah, he's picking the I worst think... ways to try to kill yourself. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Killing yourself, to me, in my mind, if I was going to do it, it would have to be something you can't come back from. Where it's like, it's out of your hand. Put the gun in your head. Once you pull the trigger, you did it. That's it. Yeah. You jump off a bridge. You can't not. You can't, can't yeah. unjump off the bridge. You can't just drown yourself. 
Unless you put a bunch of cinder blocks on you and then you jump in. But even then you might go, fuck this, untie the rope or whatever. Yeah. Has to be something that you can't come back from. Right. So Monday, 6.31 a.m. I don't think this dude even slept. I'm, how can you? You just killed your whole family. Yeah, I mean, that's that's wild. Uh, 911 dispatcher receives a call direct, directing them to the home of Stephen and Cheryl Supel and telling them to go there immediately. The call came from Stephen Supel's mobile phone, and the call the caller immediately disconnects without identifying himself. Mm, he probably drove off a bridge like in the, in the, um, in the stand video. Like while he was calling... Mm-hmm. Right when it disconnected, it's because he drove his car off a bridge. But you haven't said the, what he did yet, but mm-hmm. that's my assumption. You want to guess? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, maybe my guess, he called the authorities. Mm-hmm. Maybe he called the authorities to go out guns blazing. Mm, like a police, the police yeah. killed him, death yeah. by cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. That's okay. My guess. What about him? Is he right? Can I read it? I didn't get that. Well, well uh, that's a yes or no. Because I, I might want to guess again. Oh, you don't... Oh, oh well, he's not right then if you're going to guess again, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, he called and the phone disconnected because he was calling as he was falling out of a plane that he jumped out of and he hit the ground and that's when the phone disconnected a la Chef Chelios and Crank. No, it's not Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me help with that one. <laughs> Shout out Jason <laughs> <laughs> so dispatch, this is the nine one one locating location of your emergency. Hello, well you want you want to do this? You want to do this? Oh yeah, please. Um, send it. To, yeah, it's not can... long though. Okay. Well, okay. No. Okay. Is it interesting? Nah. Can I get right. into my acting bag? Nah, not on this one. All right. Well, then no. never. Okay. I don't do it. So the dispatcher, when he calls the dispatcher, answers the phone. This is nine one one location of your emergency. And hello. I, why wouldn't you say hello? Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I don't really think they it. said hello at the it end. It says hello at the end. That's a weird formation. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> it's in Iowa. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we starting beef with Iowa? I mean, I'm all for it. I, I just don't have any kind of material. But yeah, like, yeah, Iowa. Why y'all always saying hello after y'all say y'all whole introduction when you pick up the phone? Yeah. That's a weird formation to uh, to to have a phone conversation. Right. Weird. So Steven says, um, "Am I talking to Iowa City Dispatch? No. This is where. What is the location of your emergency?" Is she drunk? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, Steven says, Iowa City, Iowa. Dispatcher says, what's the address? Steven says, 629 Barrington Road. Please go there immediately. Dispatcher says, what's going on there? And then he hangs up. Mm. Monday at 630, 6.36 a.m., Supel dies in a fiery crash on Interstate 80. Outside Iowa, witnesses indicate... Dear Slim. Indicate that the driver was driving at a high speed and seemed to have deliberately crashed into a concrete pillar. Mm. I'm in the car right now. I'm doing 90 on the freeway. Yeah, so... Stan. He's Stan. He is Stan. <laughs> killed his family. Calls the police. Mm-hmm. Um, then just... Just drives his car into a wall. Yeah. L- gladly, he didn't... My last story... Not my last story, but the other story I did... Oh, yeah. This guy did the that. same exact thing, but he drove into another family head-on and killed the family, and that he was, was fine. And he, yep, and he lived. And his wife's head was in the... His wife's yep. head was in the passenger seat. Yep. yep. That was nuts. He's not Stan. But this guy, he's Stan. <laughs> Except Stan had his wife in the trunk. Hmm. Was that... She was, she was at home, right? He killed her at home? Yeah, he killed the fam- whole family at home. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, yep. still, he's still staying. Yeah. So Because he, di- he made the phone call yeah. 
as he was ending his life. Yeah. That is Stan. That he's Stan. I don't think he did it right. The phone disconnect. Though. I don't. Yeah. Could have. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna can, read the times over again and all kind of stuff. <laughs> but in my in my mind, he was calling. You got to get to the house immediately. What's happening? Oh, maybe because he called at six thirty one, and then this happened at six thirty six. Boom. That sounds like the t- that dispatch <laughs> call back and forth that you read. That could take about five minutes. There was a little confusion in there. She's probably like, what, sir? What? And he's, yeah. Bow! Hit a guard wall or whatever. Flipped it. And he died in the phone. He hit He hit it so hard that the phone smashed immediately. That's why it disconnected. Because mm. it smashed on impact of the car. And so he's staying. That's a hell of a way to go. Mm. Yeah, that's ballsy, man. This yeah. guy picks the worst ways to do just like drink some poison or something, you know, yeah. like something. He like beat his kids with a bat. That's how he. That's how he murdered his. Yeah, kids. that's nuts. He beat his kids with a bat. Then he tried to drown himself. And then he was like, "Never mind, fuck drowning myself. I'm gonna drive into a wall really fast." That's not even a guarantee that you die from that. You just get get really fucked up. Mm-hmm. This dude's this dude's next yeah. level, man. They do it different in Iowa. So in the days after. There was some controversy over the inclusion of Supel in the Catholic funeral for his wife and children. For sure. Factoring in were differing accounts of possible mental illness, both independent of and related to Supel committing fam- f- familicide? Yeah. Okay. In August 2008, Hills Bank and Trust filed court documents demanding payment from Supel's estate for allegedly em- embezzled funds um, and for a $32,000 and outstanding loans. People can always come for their money, man. I mean, he was in a hole. He was like, I don't... I got caught. He was crazy, one. He was crazy. Yeah. But he had all that shit with all that money, him stealing, and he probably was like, man. But that doesn't give you an excuse to go. Kill the whole family. That's nuts. There's, yeah. There is no excuse. There's no excuse, explanation, nothing. I want to know, because estates go to the next of kin, right? Yeah, it should. Yeah. So somebody got a bill for that. What's the estate? Somebody got a bill like, hey, man, uh, you owe us half a mil. Sorry all your family's dead, but you owe us half a mil. That could have went to his parents or whoever, you know? That's crazy. Yeah, so. He called his brother and his father, right? Said sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, y'all. They, yeah. Y'all going to have to take Called his, his co-workers, called his, his old boss, called he himself did, twice. He, he did a lot. Yeah, yeah. So on that Monday morning after the, the 911 call, the police immediately visit the house. Um, when the police arrived at the house, they found Supel's wife, Cheryl, and their four adopted children, Ethan, who was 10, Seth, who was 9, Mira, who was 5, and Eleanor, Eleanor who was 3, died of multiple blunt force trauma injuries mm. to their upper torso and heads. Police recovered the presumed murder weapon, which was two baseball bats. Jesus. Yep. Two baseball bats. That's nuts. That's nuts, man. To to do that, to be able to do that to your kid, man. Though I just think he did that to say, you know, I failed, I failed you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, sure, it was all. It was way more complicated than yeah. just like, oh, for oh sure. we for on sure. blood or something like that. Yeah. He had all kind of issues, man. He was going to prison anyway, so he was going to like club fed where they have. Like he didn't want to go, so <laughs> whatever it was he, he didn't want to go tennis and all kind of stuff, man. They like. It, it, Club Fed's great. Was, that's where uh, Martha Stewart was? Yeah, Martha Stewart. All these jokes that she's doing with Stu- Snoop Dogg make me cringe because she's like, huh, 
I got a little grit on me. I know what it's like to be in a cell. It's like, Martha, you had fucking flowers in your window and a TV and rec time where you guys had an instructor that teaching you how to golf, get your golf form right. Like, you weren't cooking uh, ramen noodles. You were yeah. Like, when, is the, um, when is the T-bone? When is the T-bone coming? Is it T-bone steak night? Wasn't going yeah. fucking Attica. So, yeah, that was my story. That was the Iowa City Supel murders. Yep. Yeah, man, that's super fucked up, man. I can't imagine killing your whole family, man. And then driving, you're killing yourself by driving into something really fast? I mean, he had, what, two failed attempts trying to kill himself? Yeah. Carbon monoxide and tried to jump off of... Tried to drown? Drown himself. That's, like, the worst way to try to kill yourself. Yeah. I can't even... You can't do that. I tried to, you know how they have those, you know, the toll tunnels? Mm-hmm. Tried to hold, your tried to hold my breath from end to end one time, and when I fail... That breath is uh, from God. It's it, I, it's like I've never breathed before. So I couldn't imagine just holding your breath till you just die. Yeah. Because I that tunnel drive for me is, if I make it, it's probably thirty seconds. But I stop. I start breathing at like fifteen. You seconds. did that. You mean as you, when you was no, a kid? The tunnel, the tunnel drive. That's like that's like, like, like a minute. At least like two or three minutes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then I guess that's why I couldn't make it then. When you were a kid, you used to this. No, I do it now. now. All right. You got to live life on the edge, man. You only get How one. Does, while you're driving? Right. Yeah. It's dangerous. The, uh, you pass out. I got, I got lane assist. You know, I got lane assist, man. You we, pass we out. We're doing, we doing, we doing big boy things out here. You know, I got lane assist. Um, but yeah, no, you got you to live your life, man. Um, friend, uh, before we say goodbye to the people, um, I'm going to ask you again, any suggestions, anything new you've been checking out on TV, listening to on tele- uh, your podcast, music, what you got going on? Anything new? Mm, nope. I thought you was going to say, uh, I'm, uh, was I ready? I'm about to say, oh, yeah. No, um, I still haven't. I don't have one this week, mm-hmm. man. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's no, not, you need to get it's together, not, man. You're scared? I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not scared. You're we're going to move on. You're scared. That's wanna, okay. Okay. Scared, en- en- enjoy it. Enjoy your moment. Frazzle Fran will make a comeback when you least mm-hmm. expect it. Um, as far as me, um podcast i've been listening to last days of august i heard it on an, uh suggested on an episode of my favorite murder georgia suggested it is about the porn star august ames who commit she committed suicide and mm-hmm. it kind of just goes through the, the porn industry and how it's not what people think it is and it's super fucked up and how that kind of led in to her killing herself mm-hmm. very interesting podcast uh jj I know you've been listening to the new Drake. The care package came right in time. The care package is, you know, here to bless all of us and yeah. get all this hot girl, hot boy summer shit out of here mm-hmm. and remind us that we are all people and we have feelings. Um, Jay, you want to announce your uh, socials? Anything out there? Uh, you know, JJ Doug Dunn doing some training. Yeah. While you talk, I'm gonna explain why he might need to do because JJ uh, will be training me once we have a wedding date locked in, which we don't. I will then be taking the next couple of months before that to put myself in peak condition so that my wedding photos are fire because they last forever. And going to I'm, the gym? Going me? to the gym okay. with Jay. Yeah, he's going to train me. Okay. I want that Wesley Snipes and Blade One body. So you say you don't have a date like then yet? Yeah, no. Okay. But then All once right. we have it, that's when you once start. we get to like six months before that date, I'm locking in. Why don't you just go earlier than that? Why don't you just do it now? 
because it's going to be miserable. You got to like eat salmon and drink a bunch of water. JJ's always drinking a bunch of water all the time. I don't want to do. I don't want to do that right now. I want to casually go to the gym and okay. eat what I want to eat and stay what I am. But it, once it's lock in time, mm-hmm. JJ's going to put me on a regiment, train me, and I will then be built like Wesley Snipes and Blade One. Okay. Uh, for the wedding photos, and then immediately after the photos are taken, I'm going to eat like an animal hmm. and waste the body away immediately. Okay. So the workout now is like a it's like a Michael B. Jordan Creed two workout. Yes. But I've tweaked it over the past few months. That might be a little too too much. Too much. Because I'm 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 working my tweaked version. I I texted you about a week ago. Yeah. And said I had it ready, but it's still it's, still still I'm, in the lab with it a little I'm bit. I'm on day day ten of thirty. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, it's it's a little rough. Okay, I'll, I'll do the Michael B, but the B has to be for like buttermilk. Like it needs okay. to be <laughs> it needs to be a little it needs to be a little more humanized. I know that dude was miserable. You know. I bet that sounds crazy intense. Yeah, I wanted to be a little more um, human. What I was thinking, like, well, you said six months. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what I was thinking, I was thinking, like, that first month, go crazy. Yeah. And then however many, say you wanted to get started three months beforehand. Uh-huh. We'll do it super crazy for a month, and then the last two months is just all maintenance. Okay. I like that. So I like get, that. So you get there, and then you just maintain, so you can come off the gas a little bit. And also, too, it gives you time where if in, in that, that first stretch... If you don't get there, I can tone you it. got some more time. Got it, then okay. You get to where you want to be beforehand. Okay, yeah, I like then, it. Then you ease up off the gas some. Yeah, pre- preparedness is the cousin of um, success mm-hmm. or something of that extent, some kind of quote that I've probably me- just made up but yeah. t- took some stuff from some other stuff. Okay. Preparedness is the cousin of success. Mm-hmm. So you prepare by going early. That makes sense. Yeah, uh-huh, I like that. Yeah. Jay, them socials? Got them socials up? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going and talking to the mic, so, JJ. My, uh, my, I got my, uh, my boy JJ, young, handsome Pinoy friend. Um, <laughs> go ahead and uh, uh, you know, go, go ahead. Now it's your socials. So the the main the main IG is uh, at underscore J Gats. That's J G A T S. Uh huh. Workout uh, IG is Body by Apex. Yes. A P E X. There you go. Like the top of a mountain. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. I like that. Body okay. by Apex. You get on Tip there. Top get, shape, man. Yeah. Uh huh. Get your tips out. Will you be uh you know talking people through the workouts that you're doing, or you just you just Maybe. let them see I'm the work? Trying, I'm trying to let that one. I'm, I want that to grow to a certain point. Okay. Where I really transition everything into that page for workout. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So okay. yeah. So everybody check out Body by Apex, and you know just Jay Gats if you want to just see you know JJ if he's you know eating a nice acai bowl or. You know, um, taking care of his cute dog Ellie or whatever he's doing, you can see what he's doing. But if you want to really get the motivation in the in the in the fitness, body by Apex. Friend, you have any announcements you want to make before we go ahead and close? No, mm mm. I don't have anything. Just follow your boy at uh, oh. Fran Evans ninety one. Hey oh. man, you come on here. I can't I can't let my my, my listeners come on here. Come follow you. They gonna forget about me. So I gotta make sure I'm the star of this podcast. Wow. See, look, this is sorry, the man. See, see, I'm you, sorry. You, see, Jay, you got lucky. You didn't see this. Until the end. <laughs> this is what I deal with. The divaness. You see how it came out? It came out and bit you a little bit. Yeah. That's just, that's what I deal with, you know? I don't know why Fran is wearing an ascot and, and round sunglasses. We're doing an audio medium podcast. Gotta you don't, do need, to be, do, you don't right? need to be dressed like that. It's not, nobody's seeing the drip. This is not being recorded? No. Oh. I've told you 17 times that photo is just a photo. It's not a camera. Okay. Anyway, this has been another episode of Affirmative Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans, and also this week, my boy JJ, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 